Hello, and thank you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delisle. Phil, nice to be with you here after a long, long bye week. Yeah, you know, we missed Thursday's episode of the Neutral Zone, and I don't know about you, but I just kind of felt off all day. I showed up to record it, and you weren't there. How was your bye week? It was nice. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Did you get some time to... I grinded the tape. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And what did you find out? Oh, some good, some bad, 50-50. Okay. Even Steven. Even Steven, really, yeah. 50-50. Yeah. That's good. Uh, we're coming to you live from Breckenridge Brewery's farmhouse. Trying to make it a farm home. In Littleton. It's off of Santa Fe and Brewery Lane. We're here every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time. And if you don't live in the metro area, you can catch us live on the Broncos' YouTube page. And, Eric, this edition of the show is all about NZ Nation. It's all about the listener, the viewer. Please leave a question, a comment. Our uh, guru, Ben Swanson. Did he hit record, Phil? Um, well, we're going to get it. We're going to get the audio elsewhere. Perfect. So I don't worry about that. Um it's okay. Uh, Roya's panicked right now. Uh, she's here. She's got us up and live on the YouTube page. It's always got to be something. You don't you have know? to. Don't, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, we'll be able to get the audio later. But uh, Ben Swanson is here. He's going to give us your questions. We'll get him directly here. And uh, Eric is like a sort of a Broncos specialist. An expert? Is that a, what you would a say? A guru? No? Sometimes I would think of you that way. That's kind of but, you. Uh, so leave a question, and then the guru will answer it answer it sounds pretty good to me yeah so uh no uh questions so far i think swanson's busy painting a picture or something he is i think yeah maybe he's editing some photos or something silly like that but possible eric there even though it's a bye week there's a lot going on there's a lot going on in broncos country a couple of big signings i don't know if they're signings or just they think they are signings deals i would say Tim Patrick, he's going to be sticking around for three years. Corlin Sutton, four years. What do you think of uh, George Payton getting both those deals done? I'm surprised and impressed, I think, are the two main reactions because there are some people out there, Phil, that thought maybe you keep one of those guys. It's rare in this league to pay two wide receivers big money. It's rare to then have a guy in Jerry Judy, who, of course, is a first-round pick that at some point is going to have to get paid like probably a number one receiver in this league. Um, who knows what happens, but I would expect him to get a deal that is at least of the value of those two guys. It's a few years down the road. So, so I'm surprised that they both were able to stay in Denver, but the fact that they were able to get it done is really impressive to me, a really good sign, a show that George Payton is willing to take strengths of this team and keep them strengths. You sometimes see people... Uh, strength of the team they'll say okay well we can afford to let that guy walk we can afford to trade this guy we can afford to not re-sign this guy george payton knows this receiving core is a strength he's going to keep it a strength yeah i mean to get both of those deals done before both of them hit the open market was really impressive to me it's a, a sign that you recognize uh you identify talent and types of people that you want eric i think that that was uh, one thing that stood out to me from uh George Payton's comments earlier today talking about we want to build around these type of people. You know, Portland Sutton, he's a leader. He's a positive guy. 
when he was going through all his ACL stuff, he had a positive outlook. That's the kind of guy we want in our locker room. Tim Patrick is a fighter. He brings it every day. He's that underdog type of mentality, and he's going to claw and scratch and fight his way in this league. That's the type of guy we want to get, you know, build around. The, those are the things that uh, stood out for me from George Payton. Uh, Eric, the Tim one I understood because mm. Tim said, look, uh, this is a franchise that believed in me initially, so I, I always wanted to stay here. I appreciate them. This was a place that I want to continue to develop my game. A guy like Corlin Sutton, who is a pro bowler, I figured that from his perspective, he would want to hit the open market, see what his value is like. So for George to be able to get hit, that deal done, really impressive. Uh, a nice job from George. And then he also, uh, of course, uh, gave a shout-out to Rich Hortado, the Broncos cap specialist, uh, was able to get that done. And uh, just hats off to those guys. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said for the fact that Tim and Cortland both want to be here. Yeah. And we saw that from Justin Simmons, too. You know, th- there were times when it seemed like Justin Simmons might want to walk. You know, and it, he wouldn't have been able to do it without the Broncos' permission because they franchise-tagged him twice. But certainly you've seen players in other situations like that demand a trade. They want to get out of there. Justin Simmons wanted to be in Denver. It's clear that Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton felt similarly. And you're right, Tim Patrick, I think, makes a little bit more sense. I always thought of him as a guy maybe you could get done in season because he's never, you talked to him, Phil, on Saturday, he's never had more than a one-year contract before. And so the fact that you're giving him some stability, life-changing money, I can understand. And he, I mean, according to reports, it's about $10 million a year. That is more than I imagined. So for Tim, a really, really good deal. Cortland, you know, I think that he's coming off an injury. He's got to realize I'm one play away from being injured again, and then kind of everything's Everybody's up in the really day to day. Well, that's true, including you us. and me. Oh, including oh, I was, us. I was going to say you've got that lifetime deal. <laughs> I, I just think Cortland maybe understood. I want to be here, and nothing's promised, so it makes sense to take this deal. Yeah. Plus, you know, we talk about you get franchise tag, you play on the franchise tag, you try to work out a deal after that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress. I can certainly understand guys saying, hey, you know what? I just want to get a deal, and I want to get back to football. I saw Corlin on his way out of the building today. He said, back to football, time to get some wins. I think that that is kind of the mentality that he had, and we've seen guys with that mentality in the past. Like a Derek Wolf, for example, back when he re-signed. Woofy. Yeah. Woofy. He said, I'm, you know, I'm going to take the – I think his was in season as well. His was in season. He said, I'm going to I'm going to stay well, here. That was a similar situation where Derek Wolf stayed, Malik Jackson left. Right. And so you weren't able to get both of those deals done. This time Broncos get both of their two uh, wide receivers. Yeah, and some of it has to do with the fact they got a lot of cap space right now. Yeah. They're not really paying a quarterback top dollar, so that's not taking up this huge chunk of the salary. Right and, now, Eric. Right now. Right. And there's the fact, Phil, that – the Broncos, uh, to be blunt, have not extended a lot of guys recently because the draft yeah. has not been good to them. They extended Justin Simmons, but 2017 just got Garrett Bowles. 2018, Cortland Sutton is that first guy from there. We'll see what happens with Bradley Chubb. Obviously, they've picked up his fifth-year option, but, I mean, they haven't necessarily had to choose from six or seven guys, five guys in each draft class. Yeah. So they've got the room. You've got to pay these core guys. I think George Payton said it best. When he said, if you let guys like Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton walk, you're sending a terrible message to the locker room. Yeah. And, I mean, in the past, we've seen star players uh, 
get into the open market, still trying to work out a deal, and then you franchise tag them, and then you're still trying to work out a deal all the way throughout the summer. It's like, will this happen? Will this not happen? Several guys that's happened with the Broncos, uh, Von Miller, Demarius Thomas, Justin Simmons. Uh, so to be able to get this done and not worry about it, I agree with you. That's big time for the Broncos. And I was surprised. I asked Tim Pat- Patrick, I was like, hey, have you been thinking about this? You know, like this was you were playing on a one-year deal. Is this in the back of your mind? He says, no, that's why we have agents. You believe him? I think everybody's aware of that. If you, know, you had uh, like a $10 million a year deal going on, I think yeah. that, that I would be like, what's going on with the deal? Well, I think <laughs> I think I do believe the fact that you're not checking in every day or every week, but I think you probably say like, hey, tell me if something big is happening. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that like they've not approached you. Yeah. And that's probably got to be the mentality you have. And you know, it's, I think from what George Payton said, it came together about a week ago. Week, yeah. Um, started having these conversations came together very quickly time to do it over the bye week you know i mean hey get paid that much on your off week that's pretty nice yeah Yeah. but no no i i think the fact that they were able to get both of these guys done sends a signal that if you're a good player they're going to get you done they're not going to pitch you against somebody else because it would have been very easy for the broncos to say Cortland and tim here's your deals whoever takes it first you get your deal oh yeah and the other guy the other guy you don't get it they didn't do it Mm, they did not do that no that would have been kind of shady Teams do that all the time, though. And so force someone into a deal. Yeah, you say, hey, here's your... And they obviously wouldn't have been the same offer, but you each have offers on the table. I mean, you do that, in, can only keep you do that in free agency, Somewhere. right? You yeah. say, you know, we're going to go after a defensive yes. tackle. We've got yeah. five offers out to different guys. Whoever, whoever picks up the phone and yeah. calls us first, that's our guy. Got it. I can see that. They didn't do it in this situation. Yeah. And I like that the fact nice. that they kept both of those guys. They, they do different things. They I mean, do. They are big-bodied receiver, but they do different, they do things. different things. The one thing that uh, I would like to see more is more shots downfield to Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Because this is what he does. No question. He runs down the field. He wins 50-50 balls. He makes game-changing plays. He needs that opportunity because all too often this season so far, Eric, there have been games where you're like, God, did Cortland Sutton even – did he play in this game? You know, it didn't have the impact – the one thing that Tim Patrick does is he brings it every week. He'll I mean, always do like a little something, a third down, boom, he's your guy uh, in the end zone, in the red zone. I mean, he's open a lot of the times. He does those types of things. Uh, we need to see Corlin Sun getting more opportunities down the field. Yeah, no question. And You know, I think Jerry Judy coming back has, or I don't think, Jerry Judy coming back has changed the number of targets that Corlin's gotten pretty yeah. drastically. And so... You wonder if maybe that's another reason that he takes this deal is he says, hey, the last few weeks my production has not been there as much. If I continue to have similar production through the rest of the year or it's every other game that I have a big game could impact what I get on the market. I don't know. I, hard to be inside Cortland Sutton's head. All he said when he was asked, why do you want to be here, is this is home. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, we got questions coming in here, but I do have one more before we get going here. Uh, what about the mindset that these guys haven't been able to turn the tide here? You know, like Corlin Sutton, since he's been drafted, the Broncos have not been very good. Sure. What about that part of their competitive spirit that they're like, I want to be a part of this that turns things around? Like, uh, and and building that, I know that that's something that, like, Bradley Chubb and Corlin have talked about a lot, that, hey, we want to be those young guys that turn this, this thing around gets the Broncos back to where they've been in the past. 
do you think there's part of that that, hey, I haven't been able to do that yet, but I want to stick around and see this thing through? I mean, I'm sure they want to do that. I think you've got to view it both ways if you're a general manager because you've got to view it as, hey, Cortland and Tim are the type of guys we need to turn this around. First, you view it as we got a lot of guys on this team that haven't won, so do we just need fresh blood? And I, that's part of your job as an evaluator to decide, are they part of the problem? Are they part of the solution? I don't think there's any doubt these guys are part of the solution. And so the fact that they want to stick around, get things right, somebody asked him toward the end of a press conference today. As who? George? Cortland Sutton. Oh, sorry. But Tim Patrick, was sit, he was sitting down on the podium next to Cortland, and he kind of, like, jumped up. They asked, how badly do you want to get to the playoffs? Yeah. And Tim Patrick, I don't know if, it was, if you could hear it on the, the live stream, but he said, I don't think there's a word that expresses how badly I want to be in the playoffs. Mm. So the, no you know, words in the dictionary? I guess not. The whole dictionary. like It's like... You, that's how thick it is? Yeah. That must be lot. printed pretty small. I, I've seen them this big. I've gone into Swanson's, Ben Swanson's... He's office. got a lot of dictionaries. Yeah. Pictionary is his favorite game. Yeah. His, yeah, his is about like that. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. Uh, Eric, uh, one other question that I just thought of now. Yeah. When you're a wide receiver... Okay, yeah. a lot of your success depends on who's throwing you the ball. Ooh. Okay, I remember when Emmanuel Sanders came to Denver. It was when Peyton Manning was a quarterback. He says, "I'm in wide receiver heaven." Yeah. Okay. The fact that Tim Patrick and Corlin Sutton. Do you remember what he said when he left? I'm leaving wide receiver heaven. He said, "I'm in a world of suck." He was good at saying some of those he, things. He huh? had some nice sayings. Yeah, he had some nice ones. But what I wanted to ask you was the fact that Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton both said, I want to stay in Denver, where the quarterback future beyond this year is not clear. Uncertain. It's uncertain. What do you think murky. that says? It's a about murky what atmosphere. It's in the mile high air. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I think it expresses faith in George Payton, but I think. Um, the thing I take away from that more is that Corlin Sutton in particular, first 43 games of his career. You following? For, 43. 43. More than 42. Less than 44. I know that number. He has the third most receiving yards in Broncos history in that span. Only people with more to start their careers. In 43 games. Yeah. In, the only people with more, Demarius Thomas and... Uh, Rod Smith? No, not Rod Smith. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Phew, that was close. Somebody feeding you these answers? Come in, come (laughs) in. Um, And so I think what that shows you is the fact that he's done that with quarterbacks that include Joe Flacco, Brandon Allen, Drew Locke. That's not Peyton Manning. Now Teddy Bridgewater. The fact that he's been able to have that production is very impressive. And so you think if either Teddy can take his game to another level or you bring somebody in here that plays at another level consistently, what can he do in that offense? Ooh. So he's like, it's only going to go up from here. Like there are t- And I don't think, think this is not fair to, to Teddy. I'm not saying that this is a an apples-to-apples comparison, but like DT, for example. He had Peyton Manning throwing him. Well, he had Peyton Manning for a long time, but he also had Tim Tebow before that. And then he had Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch and Brock Osweiler after that. After, yeah. And so he kind of dealt with his share, too, of the same caliber, I'd say, generally, of quarterback that, yeah. that Cortland has dealt with. And when guys are able to produce despite that, 
it's impressive and it signifies yeah. to me that if you ever find that guy, you know, a, a, even if it's not a Pete Manning-esque guy, someone in the top five to ten, a, a Matthew Stafford for your off. liking, a Matt Ryan, those are the types of guys that if you can... But what, what about the fact that they're like, we want to stay here instead of being like, oh, we want to go to Buffalo, we want to go uh, to L.A., we well, want to go... I mean, I think you got to figure that... I think it has a lot to say about George Payton. I, I think it does, but I, I also think if you're Cortland Sutton, and Tim's a different story because he's kind of in that next level down, but if you're Cortland Ooh, Sutton and you okay. want to... Okay. If you're Cortland He's Sutton, been dotted his whole life, and it continues on if you're, here if you're, on the neutral. If zone. you're Cortland Sutton and you want to get paid like a like a one or two, the only people that are going to pay you drastically more than what the Broncos just offered you, it's probably another bad team somewhere. Mm, teams because, that just need because those are the teams with a lot of cap space. Those are the teams that want like a star player like a so Cortland Sutton to build around. Money? No, I don't think it's about just about money, but I think. Him staying here prioritizes or says, I like this deal and I also like the chances to win here in the future because it's not like I don't think if you're Cortland Sutton, you're, you're going to get this type of deal from Buffalo. Yeah. And so you've got to decide then do I want to stay with a Broncos team that seems to have a lot of talent and is on the verge of getting there or do I want to go and I want to play for Houston? What's going on in Houston? They're not very what? good. Oh, got it, got it. What you thought? Okay. I just I wasn't sure where you were going. I thought no. you were going to say like uh, Tampa Bay or something. No, because I don't think a Tampa, a Tampa Bay can't Tampa afford. Bay. Exactly. So exactly. Okay, uh, let's get to some questions now from our fans. Okay, I love ready? that. The, the stockpile has has built up here because we are live at Breckenridge Brewery's farmhouse in Littleton. Trying to make it a farm home. It's a farm home. Farm home. It's off of uh, Santa Fe and Brewery. Brewery Lane. Brewery Lane. Um, we're here every Monday from 6 to 7. On the dot. On the dot. Ben I'm Swanson gonna, my beer. He's going to refresh your I don't drink. know what. I, we've requested uh, new beers from Ben Swanson. This I'm guy, not sure if he's going to do it. He seems very I, he must have been. He must have been ordering them when he wasn't pressing record on the camera. Exactly. Let's get to some questions of Big J. Big J. Big J. He wants to know. Or she wants to know. I'm not sure. That's true. Seems like big money is being spent on the offense now. Ooh. Are they shifting from their philosophy of spending big on defense? Well, you've just spent a lot of first-round picks on offense. and not, Well, not just first-round picks, but high draft picks, I should say. And then you found a guy in Tim Patrick who's a valuable undrafted guy. You're just going to spend money where the talent is. And so the last few years, Corlin Sutton in the second round. Garrett Bowles in the first round of 2017. Uh Noah Fant in the first round of 2019. Jerry Judy in the first round. in the offensive they, side. These picks have all been offensive focused. Yeah. And so when the deals come up, they're naturally going to be offensive minded, I think. Doesn't it. mean they're not going to go after a big name in free agency and defense. Doesn't mean. They that did that last offseason. They went on and revamped the second Free agency, yes. Yeah. And in the draft. And in the draft. Both. That's true. One in the first round. Yes. In the second round. No. Third round, yes. Third round, yes. Wow. Fifth round, yes times yes. two. Wow. So I, I, I just think it's more these deals are not a reflection of a changing strategy. Got They're it. a reflection of who's coming up. You know, like Bradley Chubb next year, if Ooh. he plays well, will be someone you decide on. Do you want to give a new deal or not? And 
you could technically do it at any time, really, between now and then, because he's going to be playing on the option. It's not like that's a now you have a defensive focus. It's just no. Bradley Chubb's the next guy uh, in line. You take not. care of guys as they're coming up. Got it. Got it. Well, I do think that the, the they they've been so solid on defense, and Vic Fangio has done such a great job on that side of the ball that they've been like, we need to get the offense going. I think the mindset there has been some sort of a mindset that we need the offense to really raise raise up and then meet where the defense had been. Yeah, I agree with that. You know? Yeah. So there, it, there has been for the last couple of years. Are you all right? This backdrop is a nice wavy. Air, uh, yeah, I think the air is. That's nice. Sw- Swanson. <laughs> Just say that. Well, I do think there has been a, a, a focus on the offense saying that side of the ball has got to improve because I, you're I not going to win a lot of games scoring in the teens. I think you'll get a sense – this coming off season, because yeah. you got a lot of draft picks, you got a lot of cap space, you got some cash if you, you need can to change use it. The team. Like if you want to go out and you want to make a big splash signing, you can. it'll be interesting to see. Do you do that at like outside linebacker? Mm. Do you do that at quarterback? Oh, okay. We'll see. Interesting. Interesting uh, to think about. Here's an interesting one. A guy you just brought up, Frantics. And Swanson. Frantics. Frantics says, "What are your thoughts on re-signing Fant, given how Albert O is developing?" Ooh, Ooh. well, I, I just think you're at the point Spicy. where you're you're not at that point yet. Okay, where you got to worry about it. Okay, hedge, smart. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna weigh in on that before I have to. You can you can re-up these guys after after three years. This is Fant's third year. Yep. So technically, after this year, you could say, "Hey, Noah, let's get something done." But the fact that you have a fifth-year option that you can pick up, mm. that to me is the bigger decision. Do you pick up Noah Fant's fifth-year option? And I don't know. I'd say yes at this point. I don't know what the answer is to that. I I mean, it's maybe not as cut and dry as it was a year. I, I still think if I had to guess at this second, I would say yes. But I don't, I don't know that that's a guarantee. He needs a strong finish to this season. Yes. Because when you pick, it's now guaranteed – for injury and otherwise. So previously you could get out yeah. of it if they weren't injured. Mm-hmm. Now when you pick up that option, it's, all it's locked in. So you've really got to make a play here. And if you think, hey, Albert O has had more production, Albert O is breaking more tackles, Albert O has had a more consistent uh, impact. Both guys have missed a couple of games. They have. Maybe so. maybe you think, and I think Noah's was less injury-related, right? It was COVID health. that he missed one. Is health an injury? I don't know. Is health an injury? Yeah, if your health's no People good. People are wondering if health is an injury. I think it is. Anyway, I... Like, you know, like injury status, illness. The extension that's, is too far away to talk about. Your, I think that the next thing to focus on, do you pick up no offense with okay. your option? Okay. I don't think we'll get an answer on even what direction they're leaning, Phil, until... I mean, George Payton didn't say that for Bradley Chubb until after the draft. Yeah. So, we'll see. Our friend uh, Brandon Walker, Brandon in Iowa. Brandon, nice to be with you. Nice to be with you. Uh, How how was uh, the bye week for you guys? It was nice. Like I said, grinded some tape. Yeah. Also got away for a little bit. You got away a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I moved into a new house. What's your address? The grind actually never stopped. You're in that Cherry Hills neighborhood. I tried to move in where you were, but they said I couldn't. (laughs) My you, don't that, that you don't have the gate code. Yeah. 
My loan got denied. I was like, please, That's but okay. Eric lives. And like, no. Yeah. No. We're all striving to get where Ben Swanson is. Uh, exactly. He's, yeah. He bought Shanahan's house, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's letting me live in the guest, and not the, the guest bedroom, the guest bathroom. There's like a little closet in there. Oh, I just curl, like the size I, of your room. I curl up in there, yeah. You don't have to curl up. In oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a fireplace, I think. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, then Brandon follows that up, says, uh, what sh- oh, let's see, let's change this here. What did you think of the Chiefs and Cowboys game from yesterday? What did you think of that game? A lot of people talking about that game today because the Chiefs, are they back? They've won four in a row. I think I've said for a long time, I always thought they would figure it out. You have said that for a very long time. You've said that. I have. And they figured it out. It makes the Broncos win over the Cowboys a little less impressive. It worries me more about that Chiefs game. A few weeks ago, Phil, I was like, the Broncos are going to go into Arrowhead. Chiefs are going to mess around and find out. So you were saying both things. You were saying, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. That Chiefs game, but then you're also saying Correct. they're, they're going to be back. Correct. Okay, got it. So you're never wrong. <laughs> you just say it on different platforms. Exactly. Twitter, People got to connect the dots. Written. Yeah. It's all. Photograph. <laughs> you do art, a lot of those. Art. Art. Painting. Yeah, motifs. <laughs> Pointillism. <laughs> Eric, and then Brandon also says... Uh, what should we look for? Oh, from, Brandon uh, is full of questions. The Chargers game last night. Oh, yeah. What did you think about that? That was scary. A, I was uh, falling asleep when the fourth was about to start, and then the fireworks started going. That scare you? Kept me awake. Couldn't have been good for the Kept dog. Kept me awake. No. I think they scored 55 points in the fourth quarter. They are very explosive. Justin Herbert's legs worried me a little bit. He ran the ball really Ooh, yeah, effectively, which concerns me. Austin Eckler, four touchdowns for Ben Swanson in our That's fantasy right. football matchup. Yeah. How much money does he have riding on that? A couple grand, Well, right? we have less than $250, obviously. Correct. Ben Swanson, I think, it. ten times that. Yeah. So, something to You don't look get into. into that neighborhood unless no. you take some risks. High roller. <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're a good team. But they also do some things still where you're like, it's just the Chargers always find a way to make these games close. Yeah. Well, the Broncos always play the Chargers close. Last year, the Chargers were probably the better team in both matchups. And, and the Broncos, Broncos still found a way to come back from 21 points down. Hamler. Hamler. What a play. Albert O. He had that nice touchdown in the back. Drew Locke deserves Drew Locke some credit. Down. That was a nice game. I think they scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter on that one. 400 yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> that's that's a different guy. Oh. That's Mr. Pick 6. Next question. <laughs> okay. Big E Bronco. Big, we had Big J first, and now it's Big E. A lot of okay. bigs. He says uh, the Broncos bringing back Tim Patrick and Corlin Sutton. That tells him that the Broncos are going after a quarterback Ooh. in the draft, he says. In the draft. That's what he said. I think even if you didn't sign Corlin Sutton, even if you didn't sign Tim Patrick. You're going, you're going uh, Q. You, well, you've got you've to investigate it. You've got to go after it because Teddy Bridgewater is a free agent. You're not going to franchise Teddy Bridgewater because, Phil, I don't know if you've looked into this. The franchise tag number last year for a quarterback was like $39 million. That's a lot for Teddy That's a lot. Well, it's a lot for a lot of guys. Well, yes, but the, in particular. Because what you do Broncos is you take the situation. average of the top five salaries. Yes. And the last year, that's just gotten it's absurd gone with, like, 
Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. So you've got kind of this, like some positions, the top five salaries. You will not be franchise tag. No. You know this. And so you've either got to agree to an extension with Teddy Bridgewater or you're just finding a new guy. And so whether that's in the draft, whether it's via trade, whether somebody pops up in free agency unexpectedly. I mean, those are like a like a future Hall of Famer or something. That could be really nice. But like if the Dolphins, uh, I can't imagine that like they would just cut Tua. But if the Dolphins were to acquire somebody like Deshaun Watson, maybe Tua becomes available. All interesting things to consider, but I do think one way or another the Broncos are going to be heavily invested in the quarterback position. We've just, already seen uh, George Payne go out to a couple of pro days. Games. Yeah, no pro days yet. Oh, not pro days. No, sorry. I get that's we talk quarterbacks. I think pro days. No, no, he hasn't been to any of those yet. Regular games. Yeah, just a regular old-fashioned football. No, game. Just a regular old-fashioned North Carolina slugfest. Yeah, same how. Yeah, how how. <laughs> Cowell now. Well, he Brown plays for one of the schools in the south. Yeah, off Brewery Lane. <laughs> I just, but I don't think that has anything to do with Cortland Sutton or Tim Patrick. I think even if you can't extend these guys, they no. gotta find the long-term answer. But I do think that the fact that they're paying money to wide receivers, it shows that they think it, they're close. I think it, it says to me that they think that they're because if, if they draft a guy, he's gonna need help. Well, if say, they bring in a, a future Hall of Famer, that's gonna they're going to want if, that. But if you thought you were far away, maybe you say, we sign one of these guys, we let one of them walk and get a comp draft pick the next year. Because yep. George Payton loves picks. But the way they did this makes me think, we think we're at a point where either a rookie can come in or a vet can come in, or if it's Teddy. We, we think someone's close to being able to jumpstart this offense. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Rodney Garcia, hi guys, love your podcast. I'm just happy to see Tim Patrick smile and get paid because he deserves it. Great story, Phil. But Bridgewater needs to target oh. Sutton more because he has also the deserves reach. it. He has this the, the reach. reach. Do you guys agree? Well, as a digital media staff, Phil, we're all about reach. You know, you want your articles, you want your videos to reach as many people. I'm more about engagement. Well, both are important. You want to reach first, and then you engage. What are you? I'm, I'm, just, I'm, like reach engagement. Got it. This thing behind yeah. us is going yeah. nuts. It's like right? one of the, it's like one of those things in the car lot, you know. Oh yeah. yeah what does that look? What does that driving? thing look like? Nah. Nice try. <laughs> you kind of got the sweater yeah. color I on. Kind of got for the long them. arms. Yeah. Look, though, a little. It's like a, a little. Maybe after one, one more, more one of more of those yeah. for you, and you'll be. On our Maybe way. Ben Swanson ever got on it? This guy, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. What were we talking about? Do you think Corlin Sun needs oh. more targets? Yeah, of course. But it's hard. I mean, if you're not on the field, There's if you're not a converting, lot of weapons on if that you're not converting, but I think all these guys should get about like Corlin should get about five. Tim should get about five. Jerry should get five targets. Really, Jerry should probably get ten. Jerry's good. I really like Jerry. Get the ball to your playmakers. Playmakers make plays. Okay, say you throw the ball because I don't think this team wants Teddy Bridgewater to throw the ball more than 30 times. So allocate the 30 targets. 10 to Jerry, 10 to Cortland, 8 to Tim, and 2, no, 1 to Noah and 1 to Alberto. You previously are like, give the ball to Noah Fant 16 times a game. 10, 10, 10, 10. I would say like ten to Jerry, 
Maybe like seven, seven to Sutton, five Eight. to Judy or to um, Tim Ten. Patrick. Ten that gets to you to Noah. twenty-two. Five to Noah and a couple to Albert. Maybe now. like five to Melvin too. The running backs. They need some of those targets Th- too. So he, what you're saying is throw the ball more. If KJ was healthy, yeah. probably ten to him too. Two, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, move but the ball, move the chains. But you've said before that Move this is a, sticks. this offense should be scoring thirty five points a game, so plenty of targets to go around in that case. Thirty five, yeah, uh, that's that's a touchdown for all of those guys. Beautiful. Everybody gets a tub. Everybody gets a tub. I Good like old that. rip. Um, Taylor's son, CA. <laughs> I think that maybe that's California, CA. Will the Broncos make the playoffs? Wow. Straight for, <laughs> just just straight to the point. Thank you very much. Somebody's got to be honest around here. Straightforward question. Yeah. And I want the answer, Eric. I would say the odds are against them right now, Phil. If I had to guess at this moment in time, I, I don't think that it's likely to happen. Oh, my gosh. But it's oh not impossible. And if, they, if the Broncos beat the Chargers next, this week, I'll be in here screaming about how they're going to win the AFC West. Yeah, because you like to look at a schedule. I do. I enjoy a good schedule. And what does the schedule say? Schedule says five division games left. Out of? Seven. The Broncos, to go to the playoffs, ten wins. You need to win all five of those they, games plus the two other ones. <laughs> they don't need to do that. But they do probably need to go five and two. And so you figure. That's nice. That's maybe nice. if you look at it, you lose a road game against the Chiefs and you lose a road game against the Chargers. You got to win every other game, so that's home against the Chargers, that's at home against the Lions and Bengals. It's on the road against the Raiders, who just—they look like they're—they're they're done. To me, it, it looks like they're done. It, it, They've dealt know, with a lot Eric, of stuff. I'll, I'll say this: this year, teams have just really gone up and down. Like I really don't know what to make of a, a lot of these situations. At one point, I thought Pittsburgh was really good. I thought Baltimore is really good, you know. And then now these teams are struggling. Buffalo. You know, Buffalo, I think they scored nine points. Wow. Ten points. I mean, I don't know what's going on with that more than that. on that side of the ball. The last two weeks, they've really puzzling, I'll say that. The all Titans you, lost. All you need to do is get hot, but I do think just they gotta get hot from now. what we've seen, you would think that the Broncos probably win one or two of the games they're supposed to win, lose a couple of the games they're supposed to lose. And then you maybe some toss-ups. They yeah, got to win some of those toss-ups. We got to win the toss-ups. But what we've seen so far this season, Phil, is that they can beat the Cowboys and lose to the Eagles or lose to the Browns. Yeah. On, the like, Eagles look a, better than a, they do, but the, like a beat-up Browns team, you should yeah. you should have won that game. Yeah. So, yeah. If you'd been if you've uh, gone to the bye at six and four, so say you lost to the Cowboys, but you beat ooh, the Browns and the and Eagles, nice. you'd be looking at this saying, "Hey, we go four and three here. We're going to make the playoffs." It's not impossible. The way they got to do it, Phil, one game at a time. You can't worry yes. about. And, and I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna look Some at the standings. Speak, I'm not gonna look at the standings right now. I think let's get through like Detroit, okay. maybe even Cincinnati. Let's look up then and say, where That's where it. are we? Because well, I'll say this: it's still in front of them for the Broncos. It's possible at this, at this moment. It's still in front of them because they have so many division games. Yes. So. You know, if they got hot, they knocked off a couple of these teams. It's still in front of them. Nothing is like set in stone. Just and you, you, you know, you stay healthy. You just see what happens. 
Lori Johnstone. Okay. okay. What do you think our chances are against the Chargers on Sunday? Specifically, how will our receivers match up to their defense? So happy for Tim. I'm happy for Tim, too. Well, I think the Broncos need to make a more concerted effort to get the ball to Tim Patrick and Corlin Sutton. They did not have very many targets against the Philadelphia Eagles. And part of that, Phil, was the Broncos, I think, really wanted to run the ball in that game. But you've got to get the ball to those playmakers. You've got to stretch the field. I think we talked last week, Teddy Bridgewater had one pass attempt. Sorry, two pass attempts of more than 20 yards. You've got to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. They have safeties that can make plays. I mean, Derwin James is really good. They've got one backup corner starting. And then Chris Harris, our old friend. C-H-J-R. C-H-J-R. Yeah. He's been susceptible at times to some big plays. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, does he move it in the slot to play against Judy? Is he matched up with Cortland Sutton? We've seen Cortland Sutton go up against Chris Harris in training camp in the past. Cortland Sutton wins that matchup a lot. You're going to have to score points in this game. That's what I was going to say. I, I'm not too worried about the offense. I think they'll be able to put up some points. I'm worried about the defense. Yeah. They got a, there's a lot of weapons. They, they do a Mike lot Williams. of things. Woo. Mike Williams, has, he was the guy Woo. previously, Phil, that you played them and you were like, okay, well, you got to kind of worry about Mike Williams, but he is playing at a really high That's level. like the Bryce Callahan stealing that. I don't know if that play happens this year. Keenan Allen is playing at a high level. Austin Eckler. Jared Cook. Really good. And then it all, I mean, it's all about the quarterback. Justin Herbert, he had kind of a lull. Herbie. A little lull there for a while. Sam Howell? No. Justin Herbert had a little Lowellville. Now he's That's back. That's where Teddy Bridgewater with the He's school. back. Dad. He's playing at a high level. Herbert went to Oregon. Yeah, that's your guy. I'm just so confused. Herbo. Herbie. Yeah, that's true. He is from Eugene. Yeah. True Shout story. out Sheldon High School. Oh. And Eugene, all of our fans in Eugene. Shout out Sheldon High School. Uh, here we go. Taylor Sun CA. This weighs in again. Why do you guys do this show during Monday Night Football going head to head with ESPN and Peyton? Why do we do this, sir? I like to think that Peyton. He's coming head to head with us. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Why does anybody do anything, really? Tim Barton wants to know do you guys think that uh, the Broncos are going to roll with Jamonte only, or will Melvin continue to be that one two punch with Jamonte? I'd be surprised if Melvin gets phased out. I think that they've shown pretty clear from the way the year has gone that Melvin and Javante are going to be used almost equally. Um, Melvin, despite the fumbles, has scored a lot of touchdowns. He's been good. Um, I think he has six six rushing touchdowns this year, if I'm correct. Fact check Ben Swanson, but ben he's, getting, he's getting beers. On his yeah, portrait. Um, should be getting us some beers. The thing that'll be interesting to me is if the Broncos have some more fourth and shorts, or they're in the goal to go situation. Does Javante get a little bit more play there? And Swanson's trying to give me a high five. five. It's not time for that. Five. What record do you think the Broncos oh will have by the end of the season? That's from Ace Henderson. Ace Henderson. Thank you for the question. If I had to guess at this point in time, I would guess eight and nine. 
Wow, another losing season. Well, but, I mean, three more wins than a year ago, so it's not, you don't want it, but it's a little bit of an improvement. But, yeah, I, I think if I had to guess, I, I could see wins against the Lions, the Raiders on the road, and then maybe one of the Bengals or Chargers. That's just playing. The, no, I'm not saying it's impossible they do better than that, but I think if you're just playing kind of like the, what is the most likely outcome? Something like that. That to me, so that that would be three and four. Yep. After the bye. Right. I like to I like to say they go f- at least four and three down the stretch. And I think before the year, Phil, That's I predicted I like nine that. and eight. You predicted ten and seven. And so I like to think at least five and two. Yeah. <laughs> like That's that. what I like to think. They just got to get hot. They do. You see it every year. I mean, it, some They're team is going to get hot. Why not the Broncos? I, uh, I'm not sure who this person is, but Napa Bronco fan forty nine. Forty nine. What do you think that stands Napa for? Napa Bronco fan. Taking a Napa. Forty nine. That's what you like to do sometimes. Thoughts after on Rashawn Slater of the Chargers. Can you break down if we should be worried about that matchup this week, since he seems to be pretty good. <laughs> Eric, do you he, know Rashawn Slater? He plays, you know ta- he plays tackle, I think, right? I think so. He was Where one did of the, he go to school? Well, so Panay Sewell, he went to Oregon, of course. Panay, so, I'm not talking about Panay Sewell. Okay, I think Rashawn Slater went to the Northwestern University. Interesting. Early in the year, he was... Uh, this is from Napa Bronco fan, 49. 49. Why do you think 49? Maybe 49ers. Maybe he... Uh, so a forty nine. So you think a forty ers fan from he's Napa? He's a Bronco fan, but he's also forty nine. And also respects the Chargers. Maybe that's his age, forty nine. That seems more. That seems most Napa likely. Napa Bronco fan, forty nine. Rashawn Slater. I, I feel like at the beginning of the year, Phil, we heard about him as potential Rookie of the Year candidate. Haven't heard as much rookie about it. Rookie of the Year, really? Yeah. You were hearing that? Yeah, that's what we were hearing. That's on what the buzz. Your, you ever buzz? Boards? You ever buzz around? Is that on a cat's I've Reddit heard page? that. No. You ever hear of Daniel Jeremiah? Yeah. Friend of the podcast? Friend of the pod. He loves Move the Sticks. Rashawn Slater. Yeah. But he's also like he's like a Southern California guy. Yeah. You are more of like a cats guy. Wait, are you a cats guy? Uh not a cats person, but but kind of a cats person. God. Person. Yeah. Okay, are you worried about Rashawn Slater? Are they going to be able to get I'm to Herbert? I'm worried about Rashawn Slater. Yeah. He's the he left tackle, I believe, good. right? I think so. He seems to be pretty good. Ben Swanson, fact check. Left tackle, right tackle. I don't even know who. Wait, he went to Northwestern. Right? He's a left tackle, I believe. Okay. Are you worried about him? I'm not I so feel worried. like you've asked me this three times. I'm not very worried about a tackle. No. That's not somebody that you worry about. You worried about Joe Thomas? You know who I'm worried about is Justin Herbert. Yeah, I'm worried about Justin Herbert. I'm Oregon. worried about Keenan Allen. I'm worried about Mr. Touchdown, Austin Eckler. Ooh, Western Colorado. Yeah, he's from Colorado. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. I think that's a fair. Derwin Jonathan James. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns. If that wouldn't have happened, everybody would be talking about Austin Eckler. That's true. Austin Eckler, very dangerous out of the backfield, too. Yeah. Like in, ter- in the receiving game? Yeah. Screens. The Broncos yes. have struggled this year against some screens. Yes. Taking advantage of the Broncos' aggressive nature. Mm. Okay, Eric, I have some Thanksgiving. I have a Thanksgiving question I want to ask you. Okay, perfect. But first, one more comment here.
from Lori Johnstone. Perfect. I love both these guys and their intricacies. <laughs> Been listening since the beginning. Always a fan. Please don't change your style. Thank you very much, Lori. Can I see this? Yeah, that's been written. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much, Lori. Thank you. The podcast has come a long way since those first days. It really has. Yeah. <laughs> okay, are you ready for my Thanksgiving question? Yeah, what's question? your question? Okay. You know, Thanksgiving, a lot of times family and friends come over and it's big table and there's a lot of conversation going on. That can always be good. Like in Ben Swanson's Cherry Hills. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Sometimes you know good, I mean? sometimes, sometimes bad. bad. Sure, yeah. I get that. Let's say you are hosting Thanksgiving this year. Okay. Name three current Broncos players Ooh. that you'd want to come over and hang out around the table with you. Hang out. Okay. Not counting. You'll be there. You be, yes, you'll be there. Yes, of course I'll be there. Wow. Okay. So you got to think about a lot of things here. Conversation, yeah. I think, is really important. Yeah. But also, like, say if you invite, like, uh, Garrett Bowles over, right? He's going to eat a He's lot of your food. He's going to eat all the food. Okay. So you got to think about that. Do you want to do this in, like, a draft style where we go back and forth so that I don't have to think of sure, three at a row? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, I'll start. Okay. I'm going to say Kendall Hinton. Really? Yeah. That's surprising to me. Okay. Kendall has a tremendous story. Okay. He started at quarterback in an NFL game. A lot of us are like, oh, you know, we could go do that. We could do this. Kendall's gone and done that, played, in, played out you of position. You could play quarterback in that No, NFL? but you're always like, oh, I could, I could step in there and play linebacker. You've said that many times. You're a little tall for a linebacker. But uh, there's probably a Swanson. Can you, Davis always tells can you me fact that check six foot ten show. linebackers? You know, on the post game show, he's always like, Phil, have you thought six about foot, playing linebacker? Six foot ten is a little tall. Um, but Kendall Hinton went to, went to Wake Forest, so we're, bro, we're both from the, from the south. south, slash mid-Atlantic, slash east coast. He's a uh, He's got a, a cool story. Wake Forest lost this weekend, though. They, they did, yeah. poor, badly. Wow. Sorry, yeah, he's that. probably upset. Yeah. Anyway, so Kendall Hinton will be my for, first choice. Okay. Interesting. So you, no longer, say, you can no longer first, invite Kendall because he's at my first, house. Number one is Tim Patrick. Oh, okay. Okay, he just got a new deal. He's probably bringing something. Yeah. Like maybe some champagne to, like, start the night off. Uh He's bringing the good stuff. Yeah. And uh, whenever I've talked to Tim Patrick, he's always very interesting. Like, Mm. he likes Whenever he does a press conference, he keeps it pretty real. Yeah. I think that his conversation, it would be be A+. I think the one thing you got to worry about with Tim is, as we've seen in his press conferences, Sometimes can let some adult language slip. That's true. If you got kids kids. at the, you know, maybe don't put them at the kids' table. table. That's right. Yeah. I know. The other thing about Tim is like I know. Anybody else we know sit at the kid table? Ben (laughs) Swanson is at the kids' table for sure. Uh, Even in his mansion, (laughs) he's a he's a chaperone. Um, I was also going to say I know for a fact that Tim Patrick likes um, bunt cakes. Oh yeah. Nothing bunt cake, not a sponsor, but no, no it could be though. Uh, that's he's a big, but fan. not for this show because so maybe he'll Breckenridge bring some of those Brewery's for farmhouse in Littleton. That's true. Yeah, so. My okay, turn. Yeah, now it's Um, I will go with Sir Lloyd Cushenberry the Third. Okay, so you don't want to eat that much. No, Lloyd's a nice guy. He's not going to eat too much. He's a sir, which means he's a knight, which is kind of cool. That is true. And, and he's the third. And he's the third, so maybe he brings along his and he's from the father and grandfather. Yep. Yeah, he's also from the south. 
he's he went to school in Baton Rouge. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's bringing around along Ed Ogeron with him. Oh, so you don't want to understand? Maybe he's bringing some on. gumbo with him. But the best thing is you want your you want your Thanksgiving guests to be well dressed. Oh, Lloyd Cushenberry last year wore a really nice sweater with a teddy bear on it. And I just I really like that stuck out to you. That is a you Thanksgiving outfit for the ages. When did he wear that? I think it was uh, Ralph Lauren, if I'm remembering correctly. Not a sponsor. No. But could be if it not Call this us. show. Call us. No. This show. We're we need an official quarter Rouge. zip sponsor. Yeah. I'll put a patch. The Jim Nance. We got like the, the, got like the uh, mattress firm. Yeah. I'll put a patch on my quarter zip. For anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my uh, my number two pick here is Kareem Jackson. Probably. Ooh. Because uh, we've seen in KJAC TV, pretty funny guy. Yeah. Uh, pretty funny guy. I don't have to worry about him eating too much. No. And he's a well-dressed person. He's That's got a true. lot of style. That's true. Maybe he'd be wearing some really cool shoes. You know, he's got that shoe collection. I think that uh, I think he would make, plus him and Tim, there'd be some, Ooh, good, some good. Because K, K-Jack, he likes to yell a lot from the sidelines. He likes to trash talk a little bit. Tim likes to trash talk. I think that those two would make for some interesting conversation. Because mm. you've got to think about the first guy you brought, too. Of course. Yeah. You don't think Kendall and Lloyd would get along? No, I think they would. Yeah. Uh, my last guy, Justin Simmons. Got it. You love Justin Simmons. Family man, well-dressed, gentleman's playbook. Yep. Not a sponsor. That's true. He, uh, maybe you could say Grace, if you were into that. That is true. You could say Grace. I mean, plus Justin has a lot to talk about. We, we know that he has big fan of buffalo sauce and ranch. We once tasted a sandwich named after him that had... That's true. Yeah, a lot of ingredients. Uh, what was Stewart, it? Florida. Stewart, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Stewart. His hometown. Stewart Little or Stewart Big? Would you say, based on what, what you saw there? Little. Stewart Little. Yeah. Yeah. Suburb of uh, Fort Lauderdale. I think that's fair to say. Or is no, it, it's it was own, it was further north than that. It's its own area. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Simmons is just a nice guy. He is a nice we, guy. We came in together. At the Broncos, both draft uh, class of 2016, so, so sort of have we have a nice connection. Rookie Diaries, got it. You know, the... R.I.P. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're not doing that. Lloyd Cushenberry actually did Rookie Diaries too, so it's more That's of true. like a Rookie Diaries reunion. That's true. That'd be kind of nice. I was struggling with my third pick. Yeah. I think ultimately I would go with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Just because I think that. He's he's been a journeyman in this league. He's been around. He's seen some stuff. I think he'd have some good stories. Yeah, I think so too. Nice guy. He could bring along his uh, children's book. That's true. He could read a book. He could read the book. You know, too how do you eat turkey. Too much turkey. Uh, you, Would he and, carve the turkey with two gloves? <laughs> yes. For, so you know it's clean. Yeah. Hygiene. Good. To Important. Go um, but you know, after you've had some turkey, you gotta you gotta pause for a second before you have your pumpkin pie. Yeah. You gotta settle. You gotta let, just kind of relax. Take a little a nap. Little. Boom! Teddy Bridgewater's Children's Book, right in that oh. time. Yeah. That'd be perfect. What's that called? Chew. <laughs> little, little bear. What is it? Little bear Teddy. Ben Swanson cannot stand being little bear here. Teddy. Yeah. And it's almost like, if you don't like us, why do you come here? It makes you wonder. Gosh. Little Bear Teddy. 
Thank you, Roya, for reminding us what it was so called. I think that I think that he would be a good guest. Plus, he'd get along with those guys. He's a he's a leader. You know, he's shown a lot of leadership skills, and I think that he'd be able to bring a certain. Plus, he's Je a quarterback. Quoi. Yeah, he's a quarterback. You know, I think the other guy, if you're interested. Yeah. You know, I told you that I was. You were you were going Shelby back and Harris forth. Was oh. sort of thing. But he would eat too much. He would eat a lot. Eric, we always talk about, okay, these linemen, they eat too much. When I went to uh, Wiggins, Colorado. Yeah. Just up the road? Just up the road. Yep. That's where Dalton Reisner's from. Okay. And I was like, Dalton, we want to do something on your hometown. Take us to your favorite place to eat. Took us to a place called Fajitas. Okay. That's what you ordered? That was the name of the place oh, in Wiggins. It. He ordered. Fajitas. He ordered his food, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, that didn't. That seems like the way the normal person. Then he ordered another thing. And then he ordered one more thing. And I was like, what? Do you think it ever gets confusing if you're three, like, what do you want for dinner? And they're like, fajitas. And then they're like, do you want to go to fajitas or, or do, do you want, want to make fajitas? fajitas? Yeah. Confusing. Could be confusing. I think you'd only have that problem if you lived in Wiggins. That's, well, there's probably another restaurant somewhere named fajitas. I don't know. Why not name the name of your restaurant what you what you're good at making? It's true. So I think Swanson's just giving up on the comments. I think so too. He's How's a- that picture coming along? Wow, it's beautiful. That it in this in this time he's painted a full on Thanksgiving, just like what spread. He, yeah, the table. What he would think the table would look like. It's nice. You know those beautiful paintings. You yeah. know, like. It's not a just still, a, hand. a still life. It's not the hand, right? You know that's what you used to do in kindergarten. No, oh, with a turkey. Yeah, yeah. You were just a little guy. No, down there in the south, dressing or oh, he, uh, he added one stuffing. They, are they just those nonsense? Are those are just different things, right? Oh, here we go. Has Ben been promoted again? New title? No, no, <laughs> no. He's not been. Do you think Kendall Hinton will have more of a role as the season closes? Interesting, Eric, because George Payton brought him up twice. Twice. That was really interesting to me. Yeah, that was interesting. He was like, "We have two really good receivers." He, he brought Judy's him up for th- KJ Hamler. Judy's the third one. Then he goes, and Kendall Hinton's really good too. Yeah. And then I said, "Well, what about KJ Hamler?" And he's like, "Yeah, and also Kendall Hinton's good." Yeah, that was interesting. Just imagine that one year ago, being like the GM is going to get up there, and the fourth receiver he names is going to be Kendall Hinton. Yeah, hard to believe. That is hard to believe. What do you think that says? I mean, we saw Kendall good for Hinton Kendall Hinton. play a couple weeks ago. Good for Kendall. Was that against the Cowboys he had the big Yeah, 40-yarder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, these comments are coming in all of a sudden. Oh, that's kind of weird, that's isn't it? People must be, that's sort of people must just be tossing comments in really fast. Uh, Mary Kathleen, but their fact-checking guy could be a little quicker at his job here. That's true. I, I, I agree, Mary uh, Lori Johnson. Mary Catherine or Mary? Ben, a jack of all trades, so to speak. Although he needs some job coaching, I've never seen such slow upward mobility. Who said that? Lori Johnstone. Oh, yeah. Lori. Zap to is podcast friend, coordinator back. is like second in line to royalty, though. <laughs> Are you just making up these comments? I think what, he is. What, I hap- think he's just what would happen? What would happen if? Uh, <laughs> What would happen if one of us couldn't do the show? Would Ben Swanson step in for the evening? No. 
Yeah, I don't think just be solo. Yeah. Maybe someone at this bar. Think, yeah, just find somebody. Where are we again? We are at Breckenridge Brewery's Farm. House. It's almost a home. It's getting really close it's to almost, home. It's really home. It's yeah. in Littleton. It's off Santa Fe and Brewery. Brewery Lane. We are here every Monday from 6 to 7. On the dot. On the dot. Oh, we're also live on the Broncos YouTube page. And I'll be we'll be here this Thursday with Lloyd Cushenberry, Tim Patrick, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Who are the Kendall, other guys? Kendall I Hansen. Just, how much are you <laughs> You named you named Teddy Bridgewater, Tim Patrick, and Kareem Jackson. That's right. And Shelby okay. Harris. I listen <laughs> to you. you Avery Levitt. Maybe it's Levitt. I'm Levitt sorry. probably. Probably Levitt. Put a fork in the Raiders. I hate them. Levitt is that or, how you could tell? Levitt you put or the listed. Raiders in the oven on Thanksgiving, and then you're yeah, like, you're is like, it done? Is it done? You just put a fork in. Yeah, three straight losses, right? Yeah. Mary Catherine, last one here. It says, uh, rather than this weird game, would rather hear what these two guys' Thanksgiving specialties are. What will you guys be making, bringing on Thanksgiving? Weird game. I thought that was a nice game. That was a nice game. But, what? yeah, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? What are you, what's your go-to? What do what you like? Eric has this covered. Yeah, probably the cocktails. I think I could handle that. <laughs> You'll probably be serving some Breckenridge beer. Yeah, a little hoppy some pale ale. Maybe. Maybe an Broncos country. Could be nice. Maybe a digestive. <laughs> and maybe several in between. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep you gotta stay lubricated. That's true. That's how you get the conversation going. Yeah. Eric, I I'm a. You're a. I've I can do a lot in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, you know how to. I know how to brine a bird. I. You pluck it yourself. I don't do that. Okay. No, I don't do that. Um, maybe a pumpkin pie. Ooh, are you a turkey or a ham guy? I'm a turkey guy. Well, I like a nice honey baked ham. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's more like an Eastery. Oh no, but I do it at Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. See, I can go pick up a honey baked ham. No, (laughs) nobody's business. Got it. I see. I. I don't think a ham when I think Thanksgiving, but maybe at the Delala house. You'd find a ham a there. Both. Yeah. Yeah. I like the turkey. I like pumpkin pie. What's pumpkin your dessert? Pie. Where are you going to dessert? I like a nice, like a cherry pie. Oh, really? I'm not a, I'm not a huge pumpkin pie fan. Got it. Because you don't really make pumpkin pie too much during the year. No. So I feel like hardly give it ever. Do. Yeah, that's give true. It do. That's what I say. What about a pecan pie? I would. I prefer that over a, a pumpkin pie. Really. Yeah. I'm allergic to pecans. Little fact. I heard that's what so Shelby was bringing you. Probably because he doesn't like me. Because yeah. <laughs> he's got that competing podcast. Exactly. You know, he's like, do I'm not take subscribe down. to that. No. He's going to take it down. All right, Eric. Anything else you'd like to say here? On Are we done already? I think that we're done. <laughs> we go from six to seven, and uh, Mary Catherine's done giving the uh, questions. Perfect. Maybe Mary Catherine could come over. Me, Mary Catherine. Shelby, Teddy, Tim, Jack, Tim, Tim Patrick, and Napa Forty Nine Boy or something Roya like that can come. Roy, Roya would bring something very healthy. Right, yeah, protein shakes. Yeah, some protein, some and we do like a shakes. pre-dinner like deadlift competition. Yeah, you gotta earn it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, Swanson, what would he bring? He would probably like. Mashed potatoes. Like some sort of sculpture that he's created. Maybe like it looks it edible, look but it. But it's not. Yeah, it tastes like plaster. You gotta keep it. Yeah. 
the centerpiece. He'll bring exactly. the centerpiece. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you'll never, seen, you'll never see flowers that nice. Okay. I think that's our cue I to think end that's enough. I think that's our cue to end things here, especially since no more beer shut up. That's true. That's unfortunate. Well, uh, this has been another great episode here <laughs> at Breckenridge Brewery's Farmhouse. Trying to make it a farm home. In Littleton off of Santa Brewery Fe Lane. Brewery Lane. We're here every Monday from 6 to 7. Make sure you come on down. Join us here. It's a great atmosphere. You can have some beer, get some food, hang out. You can listen to the podcast, be a part of the podcast, and watch Monday Night Football. That's right. You can heckle Ben Swanson. Heckle Ben Swanson, too. Take some photographs. Yeah. Uh, If you don't live in the area, check us out on YouTube. We're live on the Broncos station. We're also back on Thursday. We'll have a Thanksgiving edition of the Neutral Zone. So maybe if you don't like your company... After you eat, go listen to the neutral zone. Yeah, or just have headphones in at the table. Or have headphones in at the table. Yeah. Like, are you listening to the game that's on right now? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm listening to the neutral zone. That's right. That's the way we do it. So we'll be back on Thursday. Until then, for Eric Dalala, I'm Phil Milani. Also, we should probably shout out Roya Burton and Ben Swanson. That's right. Thankful for them. Thankful for them. You've been listening to the, the neutral, neutral zone. zone.